style travel. Hey everybody, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Freestyle Travel Show. Uh, my name is Kenny Flannery, I am your host, and this episode is about places to stay, places to sleep while you're traveling. Yeah, there's plenty of places, so I'm going to go over all the, the free ones that I know about, or at least that I use, and you know, some of the cheap ones, and more expensive ones, and how to kind of make them cheaper, or the best way that you can, best way to search hotels, hostels, talking about couch surfing, camping, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, yeah, right now, just to update, I am in Bangalore still, like the last episode, still here. <laughs> this is winding up to be the bulk of my, my India trip. Uh, but I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. This has been one of those uh, one more day kind of cities. <laughs> it's been one more day for several, several days. Um, you know, I've had many mornings where I woke up where I'm like, all right, taking off today. I'm taking off tonight or whatever it is and hasn't happened. And usually when you have a string of those days together, you're having a good time. So I'm having a good time. And I'm talking into a brand new microphone. It's the same microphone I had for all the other episodes. Uh, if you listened to the last episode about Trucker stealing my stuff, microphone was one of those things that he stole because he's kind of a dickhead. Uh, but yeah, I had some some family chip in. I had some friends chip in. Had a couple listeners uh, say they wanted to chip in. And I don't know, everything's coming together. I got, I got the microphone right away. I got a new laptop. Uh in the works. I got it uh, shipped to Dubai because it was far cheaper. Uh, sometimes I forget how lucky people in the United States are just for electronics and things. It's definitely seems to be maybe the cheapest um, for, you know, computers and phones, things like that. Maybe somewhere in Japan or Taiwan's cheaper. I don't really know. Not fully up on that. But uh, yeah, over here, way more expensive in India, at least for the stuff I was looking at. So Dubai was a little cheaper. I was able to get on Amazon and got a cool couch surfer coming up there. Next episode will most likely be from Dubai. Hopefully I'll get a chance. I got a message from a guy there. He's like, I'm going to be out of town for the exact dates that you're coming, couch surfer. And, uh, but you can stay in my place. So that was really cool. And I right after that happened is when the laptop got stolen and then I worked out that Dubai was going to be cheaper so I sent him a message and I was like hey would it be cool to get something shipped to you and I did I got shipped to his office and just this morning I got confirmation that it arrived and he's got it in his hands so when I get to Dubai that'll be sitting there waiting for me in his place so super excited it's unfortunate I won't get to meet him because he's clearly pretty cool but yeah I'll have a cool little cool little pad it sounds like to to chill in for the few Ramadan days in Dubai. So looking forward to that. And yeah, it should be a good episode to update you on that too. Because I've never been to United Arab Emirates before. So it'll be a first time. It's kind of a extended layover trip on route to Europe. Where I'm heading next. So yeah, should be fun. Like I said, Bangalore has been fun. Not too much to report. Just having a really good time meeting some cool people. And loving it good food. So let me just jump uh, right into the episode, eh? This is uh, all the places you can sleep while you're traveling. Enjoy this. All right. There are so many places where you can sleep while you're traveling. Obviously, you got to sleep. You got to eat. You got to have fun. But you got to sleep. So I'm going to start with all the, the free ones and my favorites. 
uh, default places to sleep. And then I worked the way up to the, the cheaper options and, I don't know, kind of touch on the expensive ones, but you can avoid those pretty well. So, by far my favorite way to sleep while traveling is using hospitality networks like couch surfing or, you know, trust roots, warm showers, be welcome, all those websites. I have a whole episode just on hospitality networks. That's how much I like it and how much of a default it is for me. Because it's not just a, I mean, it is a free place to stay, but beyond that, you can meet all kinds of incredible people. Um, you can, I mean, worst case, you just have like a decent conversation and have a place to stay. But best case, you might have a friend for life, you know? Uh, I've heard of people getting married on there. Like, it's it's, a, it's all another world. And it's the best way to dig into a, a city because you're not just uh, insulated by, you know, some hotel or hostel, which I'll get into. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely my favorite favorite way. Um, if you don't know much about couch surfing, the I mean, the basics is you get on there, you search for someone, someone cool. And send them a message, and then you go and uh, stay with them. And there's no money exchanged. So I won't say way too much about it, just because I have a whole episode about it. So you can, I think it's episode three, if you want to go listen to that one. But yeah, that's that's my number one, my default. If I, if I know where I'm going ahead of time, I'll try to use that site. And even if I'm just showing up a place to a place, there's still some ways to get a place last minute on couch surfing. doesn't always work, but... Yeah, go ahead and listen to that episode and figure out some more about that. Uh, the next one, which arguably is, is better, actually, is staying with friends and family, uh, which should be pretty obvious. And, you know, you're not going to have friends and family everywhere, but the places you do, yeah, should uh, stay with them if you can. Uh, never assume, though, that just because your friend is in a certain city, no matter how good of a friend that they are... Um, that you will be able to stay with them. Uh, you know, I traveled with this girl once and we went to this one city and her friend, her friend was there and she just totally assumed that her friend would be like, yeah, like, come on in. And, <laughs> but you know, things like girlfriends, boyfriends, roommates, jobs, landlords, all these things can get in the way of, uh, being able to stay with a friend, you know, tight space and stuff. They could be your best friend in the world, but, uh, you know, if they got a crazy landlord, or a paranoid partner or something, uh, it's not going to work. So, yeah, the only advice on that would just be check ahead of time if you are going to stay with uh, friends or family members in a place. should be fairly obvious, but I don't think it always is. Um, the next thing would be to use Facebook to find places to stay while traveling if you are on Facebook. Uh, this has happened to me on accident uh, a bunch of times where I'll say... I'm excited to get to Prague today or whatever. And then someone will, that'll be like a status update or I'm going to Prague to do this or that or whatever city. And someone will say, oh, you're going to Prague? Like my friend so-and-so lives here or I couch surf with this awesome host here. Like, and they might even tag them on the comment. And next thing you know, that person's like, oh, cool. A friend of theirs is a friend of mine. And, and then you're going and meeting this awesome person. You already, you already have something in common with that friend and, that's uh, pretty cool. Or it's happened to me before uh, where I've gotten to a city and I posted on Facebook about it. And then some friend I haven't talked to in a long time has actually moved there and they're living there. And they're like, dude, I'm living here now. How long are you in town? And yeah, then all of a sudden you might have a place to stay or at least you got, you know, a friend to go 
catch up and grab some beers with or something. So, uh, and you can do it, uh, purposefully as well. You can get on there and just actually ask, like, does anyone know anyone in Darwin, Australia? I'm going to be up there next week. And, uh, if you know a couch surfer or you got a friend there, hit me up and yeah, people are pretty receptive to that. So it just depends on where your friends are at and who they know, but it's definitely worth giving it a try. Uh, beyond Facebook, there's some other social media stuff you can you can try. Like you could try Twitter, for example, if you got a big following. Or um, yeah, I don't know. For me, that probably wouldn't work. Twitter, uh, but yeah, you you could try that. Uh, if you know Reddit, Reddit.com or is it .org? I don't know. Reddit. Uh, that's a website for all kinds of different things. There's subreddits for everything, from goofy pictures to ultralight camping to sewing to everything every topic possible but also there's a subreddit for every or most like big cities so if you're going to austin texas for example you could post on the austin subreddit like hey i'm traveling through i'm going to be here for a few days and i'm looking to do this that and go to this place and if anyone's around and up for hosting give me a shot uh might be kind of a long shot you know it's not exactly like couch surfing where you have a thorough profile and references but um, yeah, might find someone cool and, uh, I've never had success. I haven't tried that a whole lot, but I have just posted things and gotten good information, which is cool. Like which breweries are the good ones to go to. So, uh, worth a shot. Uh, a funny one I think would be a uh, Tinder. Uh, Tinder is a dating app. If you haven't heard of it, it's a pretty simple dating app where you, it's just pictures of uh, in my case, girls, and you swipe right if you like them and swipe left if you don't. And then if they swipe right on you, then you have this connection and um, you can talk to them. But I read this article about a guy in Canada who I can post a link to this in the show notes. He actually used Tinder to hitchhike uh, across North America, across Canada, I believe, uh, from east to west. He would just go on Tinder and swipe these girls. And then when they'd respond, he'd just be like, Hey, can you give me a ride? <laughs> and uh, some, some of them, enough of them, apparently, um, said, yeah, sure. And uh, I think some of the rides were just a few miles and some were maybe a hundred miles or more, but he got all the way across Canada using Tinder. So, uh, yeah, you can try it for couch surfing too. I mean, good luck. There might be some bonuses in there. It might get, might get strange, but, uh, it's definitely possible. It's just people on the other end of the line, you know? So as long as you're genuine, uh, you actually have a chance. I've tried it before, and I've come real close, and I've actually had people invite me in when it was too late, so it's never actually been a fully successful for a pure couch surfing experience, but if you want to try something funny, <laughs> yeah, try Tinder. Be goofy. Or any other social networks that you have. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Facebook is probably going to be the most successful for most people. Uh, another place you might end up staying while you're traveling is with the person who picked you up hitchhiking. And this has happened to me probably over a hundred times at this point. Mm, maybe. It's happened a lot. Dozens and dozens and dozens at, at minimum. Uh, and usually the way this goes down is someone picks you up. It's usually closer to a, like sunset or dark or something. And you're going much, much further than where they're stopping. And I've had it where they're like, where are you going to sleep tonight? And I'll be like, oh, I've got a sleeping bag and a, a tent and stuff. I'll get into that too uh, here in a minute. But uh, they're like, oh, well, I've got a spare room or I've got a couch or 
and this is going on tonight. Because at that point, usually you've, especially if you rode with this person for like an hour or more, like you've had some kind of rapport and there's some kind of trust that's been been built. And if you're sharing stories and stuff, they might want to hear more or you're just getting along for whatever reason. So this happens a lot. Um, I met one hitchhiker who'd actually ask. <laughs> I've never asked, but I've seen it coming and I've steered the conversation that way in a, a little bit uh, a couple times. Just at this point, I uh, kind of know sometimes. Sometimes when so- someone picks me up, like right away, I'm like, hmm, this person's probably going to invite me to, to stay. I don't know. Like you just get, get to know people really well when you're hitchhiking and sort of the, the flow of how things may or may not go. Uh, but it's, it's, I love it. It's just like a spontaneous, really cool, like, I don't know, that, that feeling of trust is always really good too. When, when you can feel how much someone trusts you right away and how much you trust them, it's, uh, it's just a good feeling in life. So I really like this one when that happens. Um, so yeah, it's not even something you really got to try to do, but it might just, uh, might just happen. So that's a good one. And, uh, similar to that is staying with people you meet in town. Um, for me, this is usually happened at, at bars and things, but it can happen at cafes or even truck stops, uh, wherever, like a typical situation would be, I'll, I'll sit down at a bar. It's already dark or getting there. And I'm in a town, I'm in a town where I don't have a place to sleep quite yet. I'm like, all right, I'll just get a beer and think about this. And then, you know, I've got my, my backpack and usually someone will be like, Hey, what's with the backpack traveling somewhere? (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Then you start having a conversation and sometimes that can lead to like, Oh, well, if you're not, if you have nowhere to stay, like you can stay with me, which is especially easy if like, you know, you've been, like I said, similar to the car, you've been chatting for a while and get beer in the mix too. Uh, people become pretty friendly and that's always like like the hitchhiking thing a pretty ideal situation and sometimes you go out for an extra few drinks or whatever um yeah so i like that one too uh works pretty good and at this point i'll do it almost intentionally or i try to kill a lot of birds with one stone kind of like if i need to get need to get wi-fi and i don't have a place to sleep and i'm wanting a beer or something anyway like you just go to a bar and I don't know. Not everyone's going to go to a bar saying that, but uh, for me, I I like it because I've gotten advice there too. Like I've gone to breweries and things and asked like, where's a good place to camp? Are there any like woods on the outskirts? And people just give you good advice on all kinds of stuff. And then, yeah, you also have that, that chance that someone might just uh, invite you in for the night, meet someone pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Beyond that and kind of, Kind of a last resort, but not not a terrible one in a lot of cases, is stealth camping. So I mentioned having a sleeping bag and a small little tent, actually a bivy sack. Um, That's kind of a a must for freestyle travelers, I think, is to have some sort of bedding and like rain cover situation to be able to camp. Uh, Because if all else fails, to have your own sleeping situation is is a must. Uh, Hitchhiking or otherwise... uh, especially hitchhiking, there's usually, like in the U.S. especially, there's uh, lots of woods in most places along the side of the highway and places where you can just tuck away. So I usually try to find places where I'm completely hidden 
I don't do any like sleeping on the sidewalk or I don't even like to sleep on beaches anymore unless they're pretty remote. Uh, I just like to be in places where people may have never even been, you know, just in the trees, off the side of the road, uh, whatever I can, whatever I can find. Uh, and when you're in a city, it can get little, little trickier to find places like this. But actually, I posted a video, I can put a link to that in the show notes too, uh, about stealth camping and how I use Google Maps and switch to satellite view. And then just have this, you know, bird's eye view of the area around me. And I just pretty much just look for big patches of trees and things like that. Places where it looks like no one's gonna, no one's gonna be and I can tuck away and there's easy access and no one will see me go in and out. That kind of thing. You can check out the, the video. I think I did a, a fair job of uh, explaining how I, how I use maps and whatnot to do that. Uh, but yeah, stealth camping, definitely. And I don't know, you're probably going to want that sleeping bag and tent anyways, just to, uh, you know, go regular camping, like in beautiful spots and going hiking and things. But that's definitely my, my kind of last resort. Uh, and if that doesn't work, if there's nowhere to stealth camp, uh, it's just, you know, totally barren or, or whatever. One last option is uh, staying up all night in 24 hour spots. So this can be a 24-hour diner where you're just getting coffee after coffee, trying to stay up, or a truck stop, uh, at least in the U.S. and some other places, uh, the bigger truck stops will have these trucker lounges, and they'll have this like kind of big room with a bunch of seats and a TV that's usually just playing CSI on loop all night. But if you're you know fairly low-key, you can go in there, and if you're not causing a ruckus, no one's ever said anything to me or kicked me out or anything. You just go in there, put your bag down, look nonchalant, and kind of just fade in and out of sleep while you watch CSI, and it works. And then, you know, when the sun starts coming up, you know, hit up the bathroom, get cleaned up, whatever, and then go out and start hitchhiking again. Uh, that works pretty well, and sometimes a trucker will notice you, and you get a, a ride offer while you're while you're sitting there watching your Law & Order, what have you. Um, but besides truck stops, I've also stayed like in casinos like it's a little trickier but like big big hotels or hotels and casinos sometimes they'll have a like a business center and this is great if you do have a laptop or something especially because then you can go into these little business centers and like open up your laptop and if you're facing the wall all people will see is the back of your head and the laptop and you can kind of just start nodding out there and you're less likely to be questioned <laughs> in that regard or book something and kind of hide your bag under the table just make it not super obvious that you're you're traveling if you can and yeah not off and get some z's uh like i said the diners too pretty good and if the if they're road diners you might even get a ride out of it truckers coming in and out um beyond that there's like public transit that you can sleep on which is you know, buses aren't the best but uh subways to just go back and forth um, it's definitely not ideal. I'd rather not end up in this situation, but yeah, you can just get on the subway and then just ride it back and forth all night, nodding in and out. Just make sure you're kind of got your bag secure and you feel comfortable that even if you're passed out, there's not easy for someone to take your stuff or anything. Depends how deep a sleeper you are. Um, but yeah, that's 
try to avoid that one just because sleep isn't the best and you are kind of yeah paranoid about people maybe taking your stuff but uh it is an option it is an option especially if it's cold subways are pretty warm um so yeah my buddy used to do that unintentionally in new york a lot <laughs> he'd be coming home after a big night of drinking that happened to me too we lived like at the end of the subway line and we'd get up there and or he'd get up there and yeah, totally just miss getting off, and next thing you knew, he'd be back down in Coney Island and <laughs> kind of wake up and be like, ah, oh, crap, keep rolling up, but yeah. Um, one last one as far as free stuff is uh, work exchange, and this is kind of more of a big, broader experience than just uh, a free place to stay, but work exchange is... Or, uh, there's websites like Woofing, Workaway, HelpX, and these websites... Uh, kind of synonymous with organic farms but it could be hostels or ships or anything anything where you can work in exchange for a free place to stay and usually uh, food while you're working and usually those are week-long to several month commitments um, but they can be amazing there's some people who travel almost exclusively jumping from work exchange to work exchange and usually work like a minimal amount of hours a week, something like 20 or 25, something like that. And then you have all this other time to go and kind of spider out in the rest of the area and explore. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, that's kind of more of an ingrained experience. But, uh, yeah, check that out if you're into it, especially if you just want to kind of really dig into an area, do some weekend trips. Uh, it's a pretty good option, especially if you find a good situation, a good farm or good hostel, whatever it is. All right. That's, uh, that's most of the free stuff there. Free ways to sleep. I'm sure you can get creative and find some more, but now there's some, uh, cheaper ones. And one that I'd really recommend is to sleep while you're traveling, like actually on the move. So like sleeping on buses and trains. So let's say for example, you are hitchhiking from one city to another city and you get somewhere in the middle and it's late and it's dark and maybe it's raining and you can't camp and too late to find a couch surfer or something and maybe you're like screw it maybe i'll get like a cheap hotel or a hostel for the night um instead of doing that like take a look at the buses and the trains because you might find a bus or a train heading to the city that you are going to that's cheaper than the hostel or the hotel you're thinking of staying at so uh, you spend the same amount of money or less, but then you get to sleep still, and then, but then you wake up where you're trying to be instead of waking up and still having the whole day hitchhiking ahead of you. So uh, even people who don't hitchhike will kind of travel exclusively like this around Europe or wherever. Uh, I met one person who never got a... They weren't. They didn't travel with a tent or anything. They didn't do any of that. They didn't even couch surf, really. They mainly just uh, traveled... Uh, by sleeper car so every night they would like hop on a bus or a train and sleep there and then they'd wake up and be in the new city and go check it out and then yeah, instead of getting a hotel or hostel they'd hop on a train and sleep it out and go to the next place so basically their transportation and accommodation costs were one and the same so check that out once in a while it'll be super convenient and uh yeah you feel pretty good about it um the next one, of course, is hotels, guest houses, hostels. Uh, sometimes you got to do it. 
Um, yeah, whether it's, like I said, the weather is real bad, you couldn't figure anything else out, whatever it is, uh, you just want to do something easy. Um, hostels can be, you know, as cheap as a dollar in some places. That's pretty rare, but like five bucks sometimes, ten dollars in the United States, they can get a little pricier. Um, so that's, that's a good option. And you can meet a bunch of travelers. I'm not a huge fan of hostels. You do meet some cool people, but to me, hostels are the same everywhere. Like, you go into a hostel in Cambodia and you go into a hostel in France, it's, it's the same thing. Like, there's going to be the two German girls, the one Australian guy, the Filipino guy traveling on his own. Like, it's the same group of people everywhere. It just, I don't know, kind of gets to me. I'm not... You're not really where you are anymore. You're just like in this international bubble of sorts, which, you know, can be fun. Like I said, there are other travelers there. They're, they're having a good time and get good advice and things, but I, I tend to avoid it, um, partially because of the cost, partially because of that reason, but it's not a, not a terrible way to go. And then there's, you know, hotels and guest houses. Those will tend to be a little bit more expensive. In the U.S., it's it's pretty pretty rare to find a place under 40 bucks, really. I mean, yeah, you're going to find $30 places here and there and maybe cheaper in some spots, but $40 seems to be like the low, low rate that you'll get at a, a Motel 6 or something. I know when I see 35 I'm like, whoa, it's on the cheap side. Uh, so that definitely to be avoided, but... Sometimes, if you got the money, or if you're traveling with a girl, guy, partner, you know, uh, or if you just haven't gotten showered in a long time, or just totally, totally beat, you can justify it. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to do it. Um, and when you do that, or hostels, at least for me, I'll use a a series of things. I'll get on a hostel world, usually for hostels hostelworld.com it's pretty good sort by price um, and then Priceline seems to be pretty good for hotels I'll use Google Maps and Priceline so I'll get on Google Maps and just you know type in the various search results you kind of got to go for hotels and hostels and guest houses do a few different searches and I'll star the ones that are kind of close and sometimes Google Maps will even have the price on there our ballpark price um, then I'll try Priceline and just pay close attention to the distance of the place. Because if you're on foot and the place is like 10 miles away, you know, it's already dark. It might be too far. So kind of cross-reference all those. That's what I do. And try to find the cheapest one. And then use Google Maps to actually make some phone calls to a couple and ask them what the price is. And sometimes you can gauge by their, their hesitation or whatever that uh, the price may be negotiable. So uh, feel that out a little bit. Yeah, some hotels aren't on Priceline, and those are usually the, the cheaper ones, too. So, ask them their price. Uh, that's what I'll do if I gotta do it. But, yeah. I'll avoid it, mostly. And the final, final one would be Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb is like couch surfing, but costs money, and without the cultural exchange uh, a lot of the time. Um, you haven't heard of Airbnb, yeah, basically you just get on there and search and find somebody who's renting out their room or their whole house or a bed in their house. Um, and 
Uh, yeah, that can be cheaper than hotels sometimes, and it can be more. I mean, yeah, some people rent out their whole house. Um, I've only actually used it once, traveling with a girl in Italy, and it just made more sense for us to have privacy rather than to couch surf. It's like, screw it. Spent the, uh, I forget what it was, like 14 or 15 bucks a night, something like that. So not too bad compared to like a hotel or something. Um, and yeah, Airbnb, totally different, I guess, every experience. And yeah, you just don't know what kind of room you're going to get. But you know, the website's good and people post tons of pictures, that kind of thing. So yeah, you can check that out. I've actually got a, a promo code for that. I think um, I think you get $20 credit. I think I do too. If you use the code, um, you can go on hobolifestyle.com and like the left sidebar will have that. Or if you click the little hamburger menu up at the top, the little three-line menu, there's a link on there. If you do want to try Airbnb, you might as well get 20 bucks off. And if I ever have to use it again, it'll be nice to <laughs> have 20 bucks off as well. So, yeah. That was an exhaustive uh, list of everything. Not everything. I'm sure there's other, other places to stay. But hope that's helpful to y'all. And yeah, that kind of wraps it up. Cool. Yes, indeed. All the places to stay and sleep while traveling. It should cover most of the bases. Obviously, you'll probably find some other places where you end up laying your head down for the night. But that's the best part about traveling is uh, the unexpected. So, yeah, the next episode will more than likely be recorded in Dubai. Like I said, I'll have my, my laptop then. I'll be fully up and running. I'll have that nice couch surfing pad to have a good quiet spot to record an episode. And yeah, I've never been there, so that'll be exciting. And yeah, it's good to keep this show going, despite almost getting burned by that trucker. Well, well I guess I did get burned, but back in action. Back in action. Oh, keep on, uh, keep those ratings and reviews coming. Seriously, it only takes a, a few minutes. But if you can, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the app or the program on your computer, iTunes, you've heard of it. Just open it up, search for Freestyle Travel Show, and leave a rating or review. It's insanely, insanely huge. It makes a difference. Get more people listening to this. So, yeah, do that if you can, if you want to. And you can always just contact me directly at freestyletravelshow at gmail.com. And across all kinds of social media stuff, free travel show on Twitter, freestyle travel show on Facebook, and then all my, my hobo lifestyle stuff, hobolifestyle.com, and yeah, hobo lifestyle on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all over the place. Um, yeah, you can find me there, find the stories. I've even on hobo lifestyle, you can search for places to sleep. Got a whole article there too. Post that in the show notes. And yeah, keep supporting supporting the show it's been great um yeah one last little amazon plug i am an amazon affiliate uh so got all the links on freestyle travel show and hobolifestyle.com particularly the gear page on there um i got links to a bunch of cool little like water filters sleeping bags travel gear you know and any of those links when you click them i get a commission from amazon even if you click through and you end up finding something else you want um yeah, it doesn't cost you any extra, but that's how Amazon Affiliates program works. And yeah, it's been working really well for me. So, good times. And you will hear me next from Dubai shortly. 
see y'all down the road. With all my shit straight, I'll get my big brain.